That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast. And we help people stay sober. We talk about drugs, alcohol recovery, all kinds of fun stuff. Some health and wellness. Been getting into some fitness stuff lately because I'm a big crossfitter now, man. Yeah. Woo. Getting down. I'm not singing today. Big love to the homies, humans. Always good to uh, come into those guys. Today we're going to talk about 23 reasons to quit drinking. We also have a couple special guests we're going to introduce in just a minute. Uh, now, the 23 reasons to quit drinking stems from a conversation I had with a good buddy of mine uh, about the extent uh, of drinking, what's normal, what's not normal. And one of the things that I kept coming back to uh, is I kept asking myself uh, when we, when, when him and I were chatting, you know, and, and uh, was trying to relate to him at the end of my own run with alcohol, this question kept coming up for me, what good has alcohol ever done for me? Uh, and besides a, a good buzz, uh, maybe the ability to kind of numb out of reality, I couldn't really come up with a lot of good examples um, of what good it did for me. But like when I flipped that question around uh, and asked myself what good quitting had done, uh, man, the list was like long, like my wiener. Okay. And that's, that's what she said. <laughs> I'm such a loser. Uh, Kat, so we're going to get into some of that cash uh, also recently decided to randomly take a shit outside and then the other day piss in the corner of his room. So I don't know what's going on. I'm not sure if I'm raising a son or a dog, but, uh, we're going to get into a little bit of that. Dr. Phyllis is supposed to pop in uh, as well and answer a few questions from some listeners. So we're looking forward to that. We've had a few requests for Dr. Phyllis to join us. Uh, first, though i want to introduce the jess is joining us today what's up the jess how are you <laughs> just, over here, just over here dying uh, poor cashy boy i know he's gonna just have to wear this when he's older one he day. is he's a funny kid and he likes to get out i had to explain to him that we're not backpacking yet we're not camping that's when you shit in the woods uh not outside in your backyard but i guess he's practicing so uh yeah we're gonna get into all that before we do that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Uh, you can connect with us on Instagram, at realthatsoberguy, on Twitter, at Shane Raymer. Finding the right treatment for addiction and mental health illness can be tough, and that's why Sober Guys continue to partner with Foundations Recovery Network. Uh, Foundation stays true to their mission. They hold high ethical standards, uh, and they provide treatment in a nationwide network of residential and outpatient programs. Uh, Foundations has built the industry's leading research and outcomes program, uh, to fulfill each commitment to not only their patients, but their loved ones as well. Families just as important and a big part of the work that Foundations uh, does. So to learn more, you can go to foundationshelp.com slash soberguy. That's foundationshelp.com slash soberguy. Or you can call 833-81-SOBER. That's 833-81-SOBER. You can talk with an admissions coordinator uh, about treatment options. They can answer any questions for you. Give them a call. You'll be well taken care of. I promise. Um, okay, so did you also know that we have a course out? It's called How to Navigate the First 90 Days of Sobriety. 
Um, I haven't talked about it in a while. Uh, basically, it was myself, a few doctors, uh, some other friends, and other uh, friends in recovery got together to share about our own first 90 days of recovery, what worked for us, what didn't work for us. Uh, and I made a course about it. Uh, I noticed a lot of people signing up in July. I don't know if it's just a summer thing. A lot of people checking it out this month. So I figured I would throw it out there again. It's 25 bucks with the promo code half off uh, that just helps support the platform that we hosted on. Go to that soberguide.com, click on courses, and you can get more information there. All right. The Jess, uh, we're going to do an iTunes review in just a minute, but The Jess, how are you? It's good to have you back on the show. Get a lot of requests for you, by the way, which I love, and you're looking beautiful as ever. Damn, you're looking like a babe right now, sitting right across from me. You want to make out or what? Should we try it? The kids are no, home. Just they, Yeah, they're not. Mm. All right, let's put this on pause. We're going to hump real quick, and we'll be, I'm just kidding. Do you have the Jeopardy song on that? I wish I did. I don't. There? I have okay. that, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's Lots up? of new How things are, you are happening in this podcast since I've been here. You got new equipment. Yep. You got some sound effects happening. We're having fun with it, you know. Yeah. Oh, Sound one like more professional. One more thing I, I forgot to mention. Um, we're, I believe it is not 100% official, but pretty damn close to it. We're going to be doing the Moments of Change conference in Palm Beach, Florida in September, October, end of September, early October. Uh, so we'll be doing some live live podcasting, uh, talking with a bunch of good people, be out in the Florida area. So if you're in the Florida area, sh uh, hit us up. Let us know if you're, uh, you want to come out. If you want more information about that, you can go to foundationsevents.com and all the info about the conference will be there. So if you're a professional in the industry, uh, if you're just someone in recovery who wants to check out what it's about, uh, you can get all that info there. All right. So what's up, the Jess? You've started your own podcast recently. We wanted to talk a little bit about that. The Honest Moms podcast. Mm, You've been plug. plugging away as a mother, as a wife, uh, as a recovery advocate, all that good stuff. What's up? What else is new? Uh, yeah, that's been fun and challenging and really, you know, working my little creative valves. Uh, <laughs> it's a good way to put it. With, uh, um, a good friend, Rachel Bobbs and I, and we just talk about, you know, we talk a lot about motherhood and kind of the challenges in that, but then we also just speak to women and just kind of encouraging them and, um, you know, trying to just kind of, um, spark a little inspiration and just reminding them that like, you know, there's still a life to live. There's still dreams to have and, um, inspiration to be inspired. So, um, we just try to, it's good. you know, keep that flame stoked. Are you having fun? That yes. is the most important question yes, I'd like are. to ask. Yes. We have a couple of people, you know, oh, I heard you started a podcast, whatever. And how's it going? And every time I'm just like, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun doing it. So yeah. it's, it's been fun and I'm learning everything I know from the best. From Shane Raymer. Oh, stop it. You, <laughs> you little. Why I yada. Oh man. No, yeah. it's, it's been cool. Yeah. No, it is. It's, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun yeah. working yeah. with Rachel and just kind of collaborating with someone else has been a lot of fun too. Really neat to, you know, she's amazing at, um, keeping us organized and on track. And, um, she does all of like the website and the graphic kind of end of it. And then I'm doing all of the like editing and yes. You know, um, that's been cool casting and that's doing the thing been really fun yeah the editing stuff is no joke huh? i like it yeah it's, yeah it's neat i like it yeah there's a lot there's a lot to it and uh you guys are doing a great job um if you're a mom out there check it out or tell uh husbands tell your ladies dudes tell your chicks whatever yeah. it is check it out yeah um 
And it's, it's, I think it applies to, I mean, you don't have to have kids to listen no. to it either. I mean, there's a lot of uh, encouraging stuff and sh right. uh, story sharing, all that kind of stuff. Totally. A little comedy here and there. Yeah. Yeah. You do not have to be a mom. That's what we were. We actually just kind of posted a little bit of that disclaimer on our Instagram feeds because we were like, you know, I had somebody say, oh, well, I'm not a mom, but I'd love to listen. I'm like, yeah, please listen. I mean, it's for women of all kinds. One of the other things we've been up to is CrossFit lately, right? Yeah. We talked a little bit about that lately. I wanted to read a review from uh, one of the latest iTunes reviews. We'll do that occasionally. This one comes uh, from Rick from the Sunshine State. What's up, Rick? Uh, he says, keep it up. This is a great podcast that focuses on sobriety, but often branches off into other aspects of life. I particularly enjoyed how recently Shane has discussed his journey into fitness and CrossFit. I've listened to the podcast on and off for years. I've been sober on and off in years, currently sober for the past month. So congrats on that, Rick. 30 days is huge, man. Uh, and he's uh, Rick says he's also focused on improving his fitness as a big part of his recovery. So um, thanks, man. I appreciate the review. And uh, it's good to know, you know, like we, yeah, we, we totally talk about recovery and trying to stay sober, what that looks like for a lot of people, or just maybe for... I've even been going off a lot lately because I've been talking to a lot of people who they, they might not necessarily have this huge problem where they need to go to rehab or they need anything like that. Everyone's kind of story is different. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there who just maybe want to just take a break from drinking for a little bit. You know what I mean? It's such a normal part of, of our culture and what we do from sports to stress to, you know, uh, birthday parties and whatever the hell the occasion is, it's always a good, there's always a good excuse to have a few, have a few drinks. And, um, you know, for the most part, for a lot of people, there's nothing wrong with that. Some people just want to take a, take a damn break. And that's kind of what, uh, the topic of today is like 23 reasons why, um, or 23 reasons to, uh, quit drinking or take a break from drinking for, for 30 days or however, for a week or whatever it is and just see, see kind of how you feel. So, um, that brings us into this CrossFit thing where I, I, I want to kind of take it back to that real quick. And then we'll get into some of this other stuff and we'll introduce Dr. Phyllis. She's supposed to be here in just a little bit and I'm really pumped to talk to her. Uh, but the CrossFit thing, you know, we had Noel, uh, Noel Min last week, if you missed last week's podcast. Uh, so a big shout out to Noel and everyone else at, uh, at, at Vacaville North CrossFit, Vacaville CrossFit North uh, out here. We got a great gym. There's a lot of good people in there, a lot of good coaches, um, a lot of people who, who care uh, about fitness and health, and but just people in general. And I think that makes the environment uh, very good from beginners to people who are like just badasses. Uh, but Jess, what has your take been on kind of diving into this? I think we've been into it for about five months now, almost probably going on six months, I think in August this month. Um, has it changed your outlook on stuff? Has it changed how you feel? Because it's not just about physical stuff. There's there's a ton more mental stuff, I feel like, when it comes to fitness, staying mentally fit, physically fit, whether it's CrossFit, going on a run, a walk, whatever it is. What are your thoughts on it there, Jess? Yeah, it's been super fun. Super fun, super challenging, different aspects of challenge, physically, mentally, like you said. Like I think for me, more than anything, it's been a mental challenge. And I find myself loving it so much that, well, I like after the workout, I'm like, I hate it. And then but actually I do love it even after, but you during, don't like to during. look at the beginning of the workout though. You want to know what's, you don't want to know what's coming. You just want to show up and be like, Hey, this is what we're doing. Cause I'll get Isn't on the app. Funny? I'll be like, Hey, we're going to do this, that, and the other day. And you're like, I don't, don't tell me, I don't want to hear. 
Yeah, even as far as like surprised. who the coach is. Shane's like, oh, Noel's a coach today and we're doing blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't want to know. I don't, I think that's heck of funny that we're different like that. But um, sometimes I'll check it. Sometimes I will. Like if I, just depends on the day. <laughs> it depends how you're feeling and, that day. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really, uh, like I love it. Dur I mean, I like during, I'm like, why do I do this to myself? But then <laughs> yeah. at the end, it's like, wow, that was amazing. And then like, you know, two hours later, I'm like, can't wait for tomorrow, you know? So, um, and then just getting up every morning and like making it happen. That's like definitely a mental thing that, you know, I've been able to kind of overcome where you know I wake up uh, I don't want to go you know the mentality that way but now it's just really been fun to um be able to want to go and um okay what See right now it's <laughs> like got the camera in my I'm face taking a, I'm taking a, a picture of you look at I that I know but geez I need I mean, a pic of that babe. threw me off <laughs> okay I got a couple so um yes I really am loving CrossFit. Here's the thing about it. I used to think, oh, CrossFit, like never, like that's not me. That's not for me. But deep inside, like a subconscious thing was like, that is me. Like I could do that. You know, I would always think to myself, like I could do that. But I never deemed myself worthy, I think, of it for some reason, thinking like, oh, my body can't do it or I'm not mentally ready or something or I'm old or whatever. And so I have a friend that I work with and she's she's crazy crossfitter and she's amazing and um in so many ways and uh she had just joined up on this different gym and I'm like, "Oh." And so it was a definite step out and stretching for me. I don't know about you Shane, but to say Well, yeah, I'm the asshole who showed up the first week and did one of the freaking tryout things or whatever the hell it's called. We don't called. even know what it was called. I don't even called. know what it was called like still. Like games or something? Well, it's for it? the game. So you game. it's like a test basically to see how you do it. And I'm like a fat and, and like not <laughs> mobile one bit. And they're like, yeah, you can do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I think I about puked all was over like myself. Was it like 200 like pull-ups? It was ridiculous. It was and, and here's what made it ridiculous though is everybody was watching. Everyone was standing around watching me. <laughs> and I have... Mirage and Danny, I know I talked about this already on the show. I think I talked about it with Noel last week, but it's so funny and I don't want to, I'll, I'll leave it at that, but it yep. made me step out of my comfort zone yeah. is that's so, all the well, only see, thing I was getting See, for me at. as a woman or whatever, I was really like, even just saying, yes, I want to go try that was stepping out of my comfort yeah. zone. I, but I did and Shane, I think having Shane along my side was very helpful too in that. And so anyway, we went and um, like Shane said, everybody was super helpful. There's so many different, like, I guess, like modifications. You yeah. Say. Scoot, can you scoot up a little bit on the mic too, please? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, and uh, everybody was go. super helpful. And, you know, you don't have to be some crazy CrossFit person or even in shape person to, you know, walk into the gym and like do it do the exercise you're yeah your ass is gonna get kicked but like yeah just to actually do it there's plenty of ways to do it so anyway Se it's been seth awesome. asked me how long before you're wearing a crossfit shirt bro so seth pretty soon i'm about to drop yeah. the 25 bucks okay and pick myself up a crossfit shirt and i'll be official yeah do it that'll make me official right yeah, i guess so kind of sorta i think well you already got the socks okay this fool comes <laughs> home with the socks he's like but hasn't pulled up i'm like what soon and it's like the crossfit socks now you're they're, doing they're oakley socks and then he's like well, okay don't pretend they were they were socks you're like was, i'm doing rope climbing today well, i'm climbing that rope like a sun just but the thing about it is i didn't even realize that that's what the socks were for i just thought it was a look oh okay <laughs> and then when i found out it was no there's the actually a purpose like, yeah there's for a purpose them. right yeah and 
likely because I now have a rope burn on See? my leg. That's how I, that's why <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I had a, a burn and the next day I went out and bought the socks yeah. and I keep them in the my bag. It's a pretty nasty one. Also got some nobles. Yeah, he got the shoes. The then he Dude, tried to buy me some. Who? Okay, look, I'll, I'll equate this to golfing, right? Just for an for analogy purposes, and I'm sure anyone can equate it to anything that you like to do. Do you want to go do what you do with shitty equipment? It's no, I don't want to go out to the golf course and play around a round of golf with a, a set of fucking McGregor clubs or something, okay? Or some shit from Kmart. I don't, that doesn't make the experience fun. I don't I wear play anything with good from shit. Kmart. Okay? I'm not saying you do. I do I'm have just Nike saying. CrossFit you Metcons. do. You do, but. The Metcons are legit. A lot of people prefer Reebok. I mean, there's all kinds of different stuff. But I have Nike. to say, though, about you, you always have to... You. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go try CrossFit for a few months, then I'm going to get the equipment. You're like, I'm doing CrossFit. I did it for a week. I got to get all the things. It's, that's that's not true. That Okay. That is not true to You did it with extent. indoor soccer as well. <laughs> I played indoor soccer once. <laughs> Never played soccer got- in my life. I got shin guards and some socks. Okay. They're still sitting out in the garage. They've been worn one time. Your bike. Ever. Yeah. Like the top of the line mountain bike and helmet <laughs> it is not the top of the line mountain bike okay like a santa Cruz. if i went out and spent five grand that would be top of the line okay i get you though and yes there is some truth to that i gave crossfit I like a month two months i wonder what it is about i'll that. tell you what it is even when i was a kid let's say okay back in the day for for those of us who remember 80s 90s huffy like if you were a kid and you Roll, rolled around the neighborhood, okay? All your little buddies were around the neighborhood. And we did BMX stuff. If you were the kid that rolled up on the Huffy, That's sad. you got made fun That's of. That's sad. I, I'm sorry. That kid has nothing Probably to do not. with the Huffy. And he's I, just trying to do as the As an dang adult, thing. I completely get it. I was such a little asshole. And so were all my little buddies out uh, there. That, but we, You know what? I feel like you should just shit. rock the Kmart shoes just because you were that kid. I did have, you should be punished. I, I, I did have Kmart McGregor. I'm talking about at one right point now. For my own right now. <laughs> yes. I'm talking about oh, rolling shit. up into CrossFit right. with some who pro wants, wings. Who wants to see me? Oh, pro rings XJ900. Oh, 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 to the pro. XJ900s, who remembers those? Who remembers pro wings? I will say I never worry about when Cash or Lucy play a sport. They're always top Maybe of the line, that's some shallow shit that something. goes on in me. I don't really know what it is. I don't is. know what it is. I think I, here's the thing, and I'm not a materialistic, like super overly, I mean, I like nice shit, don't get me like wrong. You like nice shit. You're I not do. materialistic, but you like nice shit. And you, I think it has something to do with like your performance. I think you- It does. Fe- I feel like I perform better. mentally where you're like, I need to have the things Could to be. do the thing. Maybe it's that fake it till you make it type of shit. Maybe. I don't know. But here's the thing. I also, there's, there's a big contrast in this too. I also would make fun of myself and I would never do this. Like show up to CrossFit on the first day or the first week with like the nobles and the rogue shirt or whatever, whatever, whatever sport it is or whatever. I would not come and have all the stuff because I think that's worthy of being made fun of too. You at least got to have some sort of entry and knowledge into the game or into the thing that you're that you're doing, and then maybe you can kind of ease your way yeah. into getting some of the that's cooler fine. Yeah, stuff. Totally. That's right. that's what I'm saying. See, so for there's kind of two ends of the, of I the spectrum. I feel like I would look like a poser. Yeah, if I came in Hashtag with poser. like you know some 
the crust totally it's a great word and the whatever yeah and i just wouldn't be comfortable with that i have to be i have to at least climb the rope like let me get to the top of the rope and then i can get some nobles let me like get you know whatever over here and i'll wear the booty tight like shorts (laughs) i'm just kidding i actually have to wear those because you rock those babies clean okay thank you yeah Uh, two words that just came to mind old old school 80s words hashtag poser I don't know why I said hashtag like it reminds me that's I'm an idiot for that but and and milk chicken do you remember milk chicken oh we use a milk chicken anyone remember milk chicken I don't remember Great what word. that was used for I don't know either but anyways yeah digging the CrossFit stuff oh sorry go ahead you were gonna say something real fast I was just gonna talk about how isn't it funny that how we talk about costumes all, all the time everybody mm. has their costume you know yeah. and CrossFit's costume with the long socks and the shoes and then the, <laughs> the short shorts and the it's fit. Uh, yeah, it sports is. Bras. There's there's specific uniforms yeah. for everything that we do in life. There's even a mom uniform and a dad uniform. There is. Put on your mom shorts one day. Oh God. Going to Great America, guys. <laughs> Pack up the backpack. I got my mom shorts on and my Nikes. Mom's got to be comfortable with her shorts <laughs> on and her tennis shoes. <laughs> who, who, like with the only Great America. <laughs> great America, <laughs> six flags, park. wherever. Amusement park garb. What's the dad outfit? Shorts and tennies. Oh, what's uh? The dad's fit is like name? the backpack and the uh, trendy yeah. dad. Trendy dad. T-shirt what's, and shorts. I guess. Yeah, t-shirt, shorts, basic. fanny pack. Fanny pack. <laughs> got you a, rock a fanny pack. I got one. Oh I just God. got one, but it's a little <laughs> bit too big. See, trendy dad. Here I am, sling it over my shoulder. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm not trying to steal his bit. Oh, that was John, a no. What's his name? John, Trey Kennedy. Did Trey Kennedy do the yeah. trendy dad yeah. one? Yeah, he had the fanny pack slung over his chest. Trendy dad. But here's what was funny. You showed me that. So what, what is Trey? We should probably uh, plug it so anyone can find it. I think it's at Trey Kennedy on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, it's fun. It's hilarious. He did a bit about... Um, trendy dad trey and kennedy and then he did like a um trendy a, dad yeah i came in hey guys how yeah. you doing and then he was all the characters and he did like a teenage kid which was hilarious. oh yeah 14 year old god god dad i did already do it <laughs> and he had like braces or something yeah pick up like, your shoes i don't want to pick up my shoes <laughs> what like, do you want me to do now i just picked up my shoes what do you want me to do what should i do now yeah. <laughs> oh my god smart ass so true funny stuff though but yeah. yes we all got our costumes we all have the roles yeah yeah you know, it's funny, I was getting into some of this John Main um, meditation stuff recently too, and he was talking about how we we compartmentalize all these parts of our lives. Like we have these certain roles that we play, which we do, but then he went into talking about how we're whole people too, and it, it disconnects us from self. And here I go diving down the serious hole now real quick, but which is fine, yeah. but um, it when we're whole, we can connect to spirit, to inside, to heart, to like who we really are as people, where when we're in these roles, we're compartmentalizing parts of our lives and we can't connect wholly to ourselves. I know that might not make a make a lot of sense. I don't want to really, really want to get into all of it right now because I don't quite understand all of it myself, but um, I thought it was kind of interesting in the hat thing and trying to be the worker guy and the, you know, dad and the husband and the friend and all these different roles that we play. It's fucking confusing, I guess is what I'm saying sometimes. And you can really get lost in that stuff. And when I bring it back to setting in and trying to pray and meditate and just be simple, because it really talks about being simple minded, um, we can bring simplicity to all those roles if we're kind of in that in that mind state, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it helps you like be your true self, you know, 
So you got yeah, like exactly. you got the dad or the mom, the wife, the daughter, the CrossFit, the hairstylist, the church, the you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like you're different groups of people all in those different areas. And then it's like, but then there's one true self of who you are, who is your real being, that whole person, like you said, and then just being that person in all of those yeah. those compartments yeah, yeah. yeah that's a tr- it's weird yeah it's we that's that could be a good future episode i think i'll take a little quick note of that here in my life, brain bro life. life bro we're gonna get deep into life but uh, yeah cash and Kason. that's uh, some other stuff i have in here or otherwise known as dale and brennan uh Step so stepbrothers anybody seen the movie stepbrother man i should have <laughs> got a sample up of stepbrothers um but if you've if you've seen that movie uh, they're, they are stepbrothers and they're hilarious and cash and his little buddy Kaysen, which is, uh, how many days apart are they? Two weeks apart or two. Yeah. Two weeks apart, uh, from some of our good friends, uh, best friends, really Jen and Nick have known them for a long time. Yeah, I grew so, up with Jen fifth yeah. grade. So then we had, um, so we grew up together since fifth grade, uh, been friends ever since all along. And then we decided on our second, we both were having our second. We were like, how cool would it be if we got pregnant together? And we actually did. And that was a trip. And, um, so yeah, two weeks apart and the boy and they're both boys and it's freaking comedy seeing them, um, interact. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. Yeah. They're hilarious. And they, oh my God. and they think they're like bros. They're like, you know, everything's like bro and man. And yeah, I did. No, you didn't. And <laughs> like, yes, you did. And oh my God. I, could, I, so I was funny. cracking up cause they kept, they, you know, they kids fight sometimes and arguing over stuff and cash cat. He was tired. He kept coming in and Kaysen's being a Rudy pants and I don't know what to do. A Rudy pants. He kept <laughs> we I had said, a- hey, hey boy, what, bro, like what's a Rudy pants? First of all, he's, he, you're not liking what he, he, I don't know. He's just being a big Rudy pants. He all pissed off. So we had him funny. over for a slumber party the other night Yeah. after a big humongous day in the sun and the pool and everything else. So we got home and neither one of them wanted to be around each other. And so they were just being <laughs> heck of mean to each other. And we're like, okay, you two just need to go to bed. Well, that's when Cash decided to piss in the corner of his room, yeah, which I don't world? know. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, you know, Cash is the kid that's going to be, you know, wherever with the friends and be like, watch this and like do something stupid. And then we're going to, you know, have to like get yeah. a call home or like something's going to happen because well, we're always trying to tell him like, dude, don't be that guy. Yeah, like, totally. And well, and I'm just thinking of something too, since it's shark week or nearly close to shark week and we're talking about stepbrothers. Someone got some air. Snap. I still hate you. I still hate you. (laughs) Such power, it's raw power. (laughs) Dad, what are you doing? It's shark week. Okay, here's the deal. Number one, you will fix the fucking drywall now. Number two, you have one month to find jobs or you're out in your asses. I will arrange interviews for Monday and you will go. Dad, why are you talking to me like this? I'm your son. I'm not buying that crap anymore. Today, I saw my own son use a bicycle as a weapon. You yelled rape at the top of your lungs. Mom, I honestly thought I was going to be raped for a second. (laughs) He had the craziest look in his eyes. And at one point, he said, let's get it on. That was about the fighting. (laughs) I'm so not a raper. Look, I don't put the drums in, okay? I witnessed with my eyes your testicles touching my drum set. All right, that's it. That's it. (laughs) You two guys leave me no choice. No television for a week. What? 
We are so serious, guys. You're fucking hot! Are you out of your mind? Goes in Robert's wall safe, God. and it's going to stay there. No! Okay. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. That movie's great, and I don't... Hopefully... I don't know, like... You can play clips and stuff. I don't know. What? I'm tr- I, I always trip out that, like, that... Um, that uh, I'm gonna get in trouble for copyright oh, stuff on, yeah, 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 yeah because yeah. you never know. And you try, as long as you're commentating through, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm playing clips, and uh, please don't sue me. <laughs> don't fucking sue me. It's in good nature, damn it. We're promoting the movie, bro. Go see it. Go see it. Step brothers. No, but uh, so Cash and Kaysen definitely step brother moments, and yeah, uh, funny. pretty hilarious. And then the other thing that I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the episode was. You know, we talk about backpacking. I took cash backpacking recently. When you go backpacking, you have to take a shit in the woods, right? For some reason, cash decided to come over the other day and walk inside and go, hey, I just uh, took a dump outside. And we went, that's that's funny, man. He goes, no, I really took a dump outside. I said, really, dude? You, you did? And he said, yeah, come look at it. I think he showed you, right? I didn't During go, dinner time. Oh, my god. We're gosh, sitting at dude. the dinner table, and he comes in, and he's like, I just... <laughs> pooped outside we're like what no no you didn't he's like yeah i did we're like no and then lucy's like what let me see and she goes and then we hear the oh gosh this guy. lucy can't green. even handle cash lucy's no. like ew you're gross he's Stop such a it. boy like yeah everything that lucy is not cash is like he she just can't understand why why do why i know <laughs> why are you like this yep all boy that's for sure so so let's talk about um well, yesterday what when i fell out of the car oh my gosh i forgot about that you <laughs> I straight only reminded fell myself out of the because car i tried to put my foot up on the chair and my ankle's a little swollen <laughs> i know i gave you ice yesterday for it yeah that was pretty hilarious once i found out uh you were okay it was okay to laugh after a minute um if we recreate that i was walking out to the car you were getting out oh i forgot my purse you had to come out. I don't know what that voice was. I, I apologize. Um, you you tried to attempt to get out of the of the uh, what does Tahoe. SUV stand for? Super SUV utility vehicle. It's something utility. Is it super? Oh. I don't know what no. it is. Anyways, out of the old SUV Tahoe, the two thousand and seven Tahoe, step side. Yeah, step, stepped on the old crack in the driveway, rolled your ankle over, oh and proceeded to go down on your ass and then full-scale flail out, arms overhead, <laughs> drop your drink. Ah! It was absolutely, I could not believe what I was seeing with my own two eyes. The neighbors were outside. They're doing work across the street from our house. Uh, and, uh, and, and the guy, Dave, we know him. He's actually has owns a repair home repair company. That's well known around our town and stuff. And he yeah. looks over and he goes, you okay. And I said, baby, you're all right, whatever. And then finally we figured out you're okay. And I'm kind of, we're all kind of looking at each other. Like, what the hell do we say here? And thank God Dave broke the ice and he goes, Hey, shouldn't have been drinking in the morning. We go, Holy. <laughs> sh-. So we kind of laughed about it and it was hilarious though, but I've, I've uh, never seen you fall like that ever. It was, I never was fallen like that. It was the weirdest thing. I feel yeah. old. And then I went to CrossFit and I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess this is happening. And now it's just a little, just a little tender. It's a little swollen. swollen. Ooh, yeah. It's swollen. Yeah. But it's feeling okay. I, we put some, uh, tiger bomb on that. Know, shiznit. It's just tight and yeah. hurts a little bit, but <laughs> I'm sure I'll make it through. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. I can't okay. believe I felt like that though. That don't was the fall weirdest. out of the car anymore. It's like an old lady. Wow. 
speaking to Lucy too, Lucy wanted a bird. Dad said, no bird. We're not getting a bird in this house. We don't need a bird. Not going to take care of the bird. No more pets. We already got a pet. Brody's 11. When Brody passes on, we'll talk about getting a new pet. I'm the dad. I'm the man of this house, and I'm in charge. What do you guys think happened? Lucy got a bird. <laughs> Shows what cloud I have around this dump. Just kidding. I love this place. But Lucy got a bird. I'm glad she got a bird. Say, Dad doesn't know everything all the time. He no. doesn't know what the hell he's Trying talking to flex about. On the bird. I did try I'm to like, flex and be what? cool. Okay, why? Like, give me one know. reason why she can't have a bird. Well, uh, part of it because you said because I'm not going to have a big old house full of pets. <laughs> okay, that's not. We don't a need reason. a damn zoo around this house. Huh? We have a dog. We have one dog. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just you know. And the, it's and another the bird responsibility. Is lovely. He's it is. bringing joy. You're probably going to hear him actually because we're recording in, inside today, and uh, I heard him chirping out earlier. But it's it's a responsibility thing, I think, for Lucy, right? And uh, yeah, that's it. She's doing a good job with it. Yeah, Here it is. Cute. We got a bird. Yeah, Lucy and I said, okay, let's just go to the pet store. We're going to check out, you know, the price for everything. Let's just see. And we got there and the bird's like 20 bucks. And I'm like, yeah. okay, what? And then the cage was like 30. And I'm like, we're getting a bird. Like, yes, you can have a bird. Like, it's not a big deal. And plus then she went and took her money that she had and spent it on bird toys. And now I told her she has to buy the bird food and all of that. So it's a good sense of responsibility for her. Yeah, it is. I'm, uh, you know, hey, it is what it is. I learned a lesson in it. Don't be an asshole. You don't know everything, Raymer. And, uh, you know, hey, ease up a little bit. That was that was good. I'm glad you got the bird. We'll see. I'll, I'll report back to you in about a month, and we'll see how that uh, we'll mango. see how that bird sings. Mango, pango, mango. Yeah, she named the bird mango. Um, in any case, let's transition here. I know we're supposed to have Dr. Phyllis come on. Let me give a little context for those of you who don't know or have heard who Dr. Phyllis is. She's a life coach and an addiction expert. We've had many requests for Dr. Phyllis to come back on the show. And uh, so I think we're going to try to do some regular segments here and there. I'm excited to have her. You Should we should we call her out? Is she here, Jess? I don't know. I think I think she's yeah yeah we had we had some questions we have some listener questions we're going to ask her we're going to chat a little bit uh and then before we do that we will get into uh uh 23 reasons to quit drinking which is a list i came up with and uh well yeah we'll do that after we do uh, dr phyllis so uh i think here yeah she's here oh, dr she phyllis dr phyllis welcome welcome to the show i don't i'm You'd sit down right there. Here, yeah, sit down here. Let me right, get yeah. you situated. Okay, I yeah. don't, I'm not sure. Okay, don't. here, pull the mic up there. Yeah, you got to get the mic up close <coughs> there. It's really good to have. Well, okay, hold on a second. Yeah. Have, do you have water? Just yeah, here's some water. Okay. Here, take a drink. You got some? Okay. So we've had so is many. On it's, it's on. Yeah, it's on. It's on. Um, okay, yeah. so we're doing it right now. We're, we're doing, doing it right now. Oh, we're doing it. Okay, we're doing okay, it live. Okay. So. Dr. Phyllis, we've had John before. You give, uh, you love to give advice. You love to help people. You got a huge heart. Um, you know, we've had some requests. Get Dr. Phyllis back on, Dr. Phyllis. We had plenty of questions to to pull from, so we pulled a couple of those today for you. Uh, but before we get to those, what have you been up to, Dr. Phyllis? How's things? And for those out there listening, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who well, I um I just went and I just got my pedicure, so I oh, am nice. loving it. Look, look at the color that they did, and they did little flowers wow. on it too. They never do that out in New York. They don't ever. Lisa, put the little, did Lisa do that? The flowers, yeah, Lisa's nails. 
she did it. And so I, Good. I was excited about that. That was nice and, and relaxing. Um, but um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I've been in the industry for a while now. And um, I, I think you and I, when we met, we started talking a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. yeah and uh, we, um, you, you asked me to come on as a professional. You're a pro. Um, to, to, to just answer some questions from your from your audience. How's the life coaching business going? It's going good. I have one client so far. Yeah. yeah and, um, you know, she's, she's a bit of a mess, but it, you yeah. know, it's working out. It's, it's okay. I'm enjoying it. Uh, just, you know, working out the things that, uh, that I was, uh, here to put on this earth to do, right? It's the same thing. You know what I'm talking about. You're I do. Doing the same I do. Thing. You're doing this podcast. How's that going? Is it good? It's you got go- a lot of it's, listeners. It's I mean, how many people good. are listening to us right now? Phyllis, there's a there's there's quite a few hundred thousand. Out I'm a little there bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. Don't be, don't be. This is going to be fun. We got some good uh, questions from uh, from some listeners out there, and uh, we're going to get to. You want to jump into one of those right now, or I, what? If that's what you do, I don't know how you all do right. this thing, Shane. All right, all right, let's do it. This comes from Darlene from Wisconsin. Darlene, I used to know Packers. a Darlene. Oh yeah. I wonder if it's her. What's her last name? Uh, I don't give last names out on this. It's okay. improper, and she didn't give it anyways. But uh, yeah, let's jump. Okay, here we go. Dr. Phyllis, get ready. You ready for this? You sure? I Well, I mean, you could shoot. I'll see what I have. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't done this in years. Okay. All right. I, well, okay. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Darlene says, I'm concerned my 27-year-old may have a problem. Mm. I found pot in his room. Oh, Lord. And he spends hours and hours playing video games. What should I do? Yeah, well, those video games are going to rot your brain. That's for sure. You need to tell (laughs) your son that. And then also, you know what, Darlene? I had that issue with my son, Frankie. Um, One time I found pot in his room as well. And guess what I did with it? What? I smoked it. Oh, (laughs) you did not. I did. I smoked a little bit of it. And you know what? I didn't like it at all. Oh, Phyllis. I got way too, I got way too high and I just, I didn't love it. And so I asked my son, I said, why Frankie, why are you doing this? What's, your, what, what's the purpose of this? You're getting all high. You're out of your mind. I don't understand. You can't be tossing pizzas in my restaurant and, and getting all high like that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I see your point. You, you probably shouldn't have smoked the pot. Number one, I'm not telling you what to do. Well, Phyllis, you okay. should have told me that before I did. Well, it, yeah. Cause I, I mean, I imagine that probably wasn't too well, but I understand too. wanting to try wanting to try make sure you know what it is maybe you didn't know what it was yeah, i was curious um, i was also going through a time in my life oh yeah what what kind of time like well my a, son had just uh, my, my husband had just died i got it okay so you're so okay wait a minute here i'm a little bit confused you're a life coach you're okay so no i wasn't I'm not a life con- coach at that time okay Okay. I wasn't a life coach at that time. I would, my husband and I, we owned a pizzeria out in uh, Brooklyn, New York. And my boys, they worked there too. It was Angelo and Frankie. They worked there. It was a family restaurant. And, um, you know, uh, my husband died. Actually, he had a heart attack. Oh, I'm sorry, Phyllis. I'm so sorry. Rest his yeah. And uh, 1998, and then in uh, tw- um, and then in and then he died, and the pizzeria just was I don't Angelo and Frankie they weren't focused on it, you know they were doing their, their, their twenty year old thing, and and I couldn't keep it alive, and uh, so it closed in twenty in uh, 2007. Wow, wow. So you've really been you've been through it yourself, which is great when you're trying to help other people too. You have some experience there, but you still smoked the pot. I did. Okay, now. 
what did you learn from that? And what can you relay to Darlene, who's going through oh, right. some of this stuff? And the video games as well. Oh, right. That's another issue we need to have Cam Adair on the show for, a buddy of mine who's a great expert on gaming addiction, who I've actually reached out to a couple of times. We'll have him on sometime soon. But in Dr. Phyllis's expert opinion, what should Darlene do? Yes, sorry, I forgot that there was an actual question. Um, <laughs> Darlene, okay. So, I mean, you know, how old is the son? Did she say how old? Uh, he's 27. Okay, 27. So Sounds like um, he needs to get a job. Well, you know, yes. And maybe, yeah, you need to kick him out. You know, my boys that just moved out a year ago. And <sighs> I am an sorry. empty nester now. And it has been something else that I'm going through in my life. But anyway, back to Darlene. I just feel like maybe, Darlene, you need to have a talk with your son. Okay, maybe brew up some coffee. Maybe take him to a coffee shop. Maybe take him somewhere that you're not at your home and you can't. he can't yell at you, right? Because sometimes <laughs> they like to do that. your sons yell at you? Yeah, exactly. They try to tell me, Ma, you don't know what you're talking about, you know? And I tell them, yes, I do. I've been living longer than you have. And, and then I threaten them to get out of my house. But now they're out of my house and I'm sad about so it, now right? You can't threaten him that that's anymore. right i'm sad so anyway i say talk to him take him to a place you know maybe get to get a slice of pie or <laughs> go to the coffee shop why or, do they call it pie in new york because well, it's a pie Shane. Uh, okay, it looks okay. like a pie got it got it okay you know you All californians right. and your ranch with your pizza <laughs> hey everybody likes ranch on their pizza out here what what you have an issue with that yeah i don't understand it we used to charge for ranch and the pizza no way you yes. used to charge people for ranch yeah 25 cents oh i would never come in your establishment as a californian we but like ranch on we don't want pizza. you there fine fine we don't want you there we'd, we'd rather have a a, a, a red-blooded new yorkers come in and have the pie with no ranch <laughs> all right so you're the ranch nazi all right get it all right so video games not your cup of tea I mean, you, you have a little experience with that. You say, talk to him, uh, talk to the son. Darlene should talk to the son, have an open conversation with him. Obviously communication. There's always something thing. to say about communication, yeah. right? When I was studying for my PhD, they said, always communicate your points. And so you want to let your son know that you're not okay with him smoking the pot and playing the video games in your basement. Okay. Great Tell advice. him, get yourself a life, son. Great advice. I think you're going to get a lot of calls for life coaching. I think that so advice too. right there. That's beautiful. I'm, Let's I'm move developing on. An, an Instagram. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're doing. Yeah. We, 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 uh, we talked about that uh, earlier in the pre-production on our call before we agreed to have you on. It's in development. It's in development, so we will get the Instagram up and running and on your next return. And then you guys can ask return. me all the things and I can coach you whatever you need. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So we'll get that out on, on the next uh, next time you're on. But let's do one more question. I know you got to run. You got a big appointment with that client of yours coming up. Um, so this comes from Jerry from Kentucky. And Jerry says, I think I have a gambling problem, but oh, I'm not Lord. sure. I lost five bucks last week. And here, here's the context of this. I bet my buddy who could drink more beers in an hour. I drank 37 beers. He drank 38. Should I be concerned about my gambling? Well, 30, 37, 38 beers is a lot of beers. What's his name? In one hour. His name's Jerry. Jerry. Oh, mm -hmm, Jerry. I know a Jerry. He was just like that too, actually. And you know who else had a gambling problem? My husband. 
Ronnie. Really? Yeah, Ronnie. What did he like to bet I on? I think that's why. I think that's why he had uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, heart attack. I think that's what happened. I think that he was gambling too much, and then the boys was coming after him, and he couldn't take it anymore. In the pizzeria, wow. it was just too much. Yeah, that's okay. Something. So back to Jerry's problems, not your own, Doctor Phyllis. We appreciate you sharing, but what he's got a gambling problem. So he thinks he also drank thirty-seven beers in an hour. That kind of seems to be a little bit of an issue. In what, itself. Is he still alive? Uh, apparently, is he, he sent the message. If I drank thirty-seven beers in an hour, I'd be on the floor, Shane. I would be on the floor. <laughs> I think I would too. I don't understand how you're still alive there, Jerry. God has a purpose for you, okay? Mm, that's why mm. he's keeping you alive yeah. after 37 beers, okay? So that's what I'm saying is uh, reach out there, okay? Call me up when I get the uh, the Instagram on, okay? You, you, you find me on there, you come and I will give you some coaching, okay? We'll figure out what that purpose is that mm. you have in your life because I know that it's, it's something good, Jerry, and you know, all this betting and everything else, maybe we could put that to a good... Uh, purpose he lost five what do you think about him betting the five bucks i think that, is that an issue i think that five dollars is five dollars yeah know? but but the betting principle itself is that an issue well that's a gambling it's gambling do you, do you and you don't approve of gambling i don't approve of i'm a catholic i don't approve <laughs> got of gambling. it got it okay i don't approve of any of that you go to church on christmas and easter i go to church on christmas and easter and angelo and frankie they come with me every year actually last year they didn't come and i'm working on that and that makes me a little bit sad but you watch the Notre Dame uh, games? Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I'm credit Jim Gaffigan for that comment. I'm not a I'm not a big baseball fan. That's football. <laughs> uh, well, uh, technically, I guess. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I just I don't know. I'm, okay. I'm not a not I, a sports I, I, fan. I don't listen to sports. I think it's you know that and video games. You watch your brain. They're they're pointless. Pointless. They're pointless, Shane. You know you got to work, and you got to you got to. Yeah. Stay what's with your, your philosophy? What do we do? You got to go to the church. Got it, got it. Okay. Well, hey, it was great having you on, Dr. Phyllis. Is well, really Shane, this was so much fun. I it enjoyed was. it thoroughly. I yeah. am so excited. You know, you call me up, you have me on any time now that I'm out here in California. We'll have you back for sure. We encourage uh, those listening out there. If you have questions for Dr. Phyllis, uh, I'll give out the email actually on this one. Uh, just put in the subject line, uh, Dr. Phyllis question. Uh, send them to uh, that Let's see. What the hell is my email address again? Sobriety. Sorry, I forgot. What kind of podcast is this? What's happening know. over there? It's, it's Bush League. Damn it. It's Bush Sheesh. League. It's uh, sobriety at that sober guy.com. You can send them there. Put uh, Dr. Phyllis questions in the subject line. Uh, you can also hit us up on Instagram at real that sober guy. DM me. Uh, make a comment when we post up this show if you'd like to hear more. One more time. Dr. Phyllis, good luck with the coaching business. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Shane. Good to talk to Dr. Phyllis. Oh, did I miss her? You, you totally missed her. Like, what, what? happened? I, we're, I we're, you want to take a dump or what? Oh, well, yeah. Good Lord. She was awesome, man. She's Aww. got this coaching business going on. She's so sweet. Yeah, she's so knowledgeable, too. So yeah. business must be thriving. A bit of a biatch, too, though. You know oh, what yeah. She's she can really just something. try to. I can't believe she charges thing. money for ranch. Yeah, who does Are that? Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. Would never go to that establishment ever again. Ranch dressing. Maybe next time we'll have you both on. Let's jump into 23 reasons to quit drinking. Here it is, the meat of, of, our, of our podcast here. Um, so let me give a little context on this. And Jess, feel free to, to jump in on any of this stuff as we go through these lists. Um, we had, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine and you know we were talking about how do you kind of know if you're drinking too much? You know, I feel like there's a lot of people out there who necessarily, necessarily they don't want to go to rehab. Maybe they're not, 
you know, it's not affecting their job, but maybe it is too. Who knows? There's all, all different types, but to this specifically, maybe somebody just wants to take a break and see what life is like without relying on alcohol uh, specifically, uh, you know, to kind of ease some of the stress, to ease some of the stuff you're going through, to have fun, to make it less awkward in social situations. Uh, that's really, you know, that's really what, um, you know, what we were talking about and what the context of this list is and, and how it came about is I started thinking about it. Well, I was asking myself towards the end of my own drinking, like what good has drinking ever done for me? You know, and I couldn't come up with a lot of, of answers for that. And so I thought, why don't I make a list? We'll talk about what good it's done from what the good from drinking and then the good that's came from quitting. Okay. So we're going to go down this list right here and we're going to start with the good. What good has come from drinking? This is personal to me. Maybe you can relate to some of this stuff. Um, maybe ask yourself the same thing or ask, you know, yourself about somebody that you love. Has there been any good came from that's come from their drinking? So first on the on the old list for for me was uh, what's good is I'm like stumbling all over my words here. The good from booze is what I put down on the notes here. <clears throat> escape. I got to escape a lot. You know, when we get high, when we when we drink, we can escape things. We can get numb. Also put numb down. So escaping and being numb. The ability to not give a shit or at least act like it for the night. It gave me that ability to not really care. Um, you know, no matter what was going on, whether it was in that moment or whether it was uh, in life in general, what was going on that time in my life. I just didn't care. It gave me the ability to talk some smack, to get a little bit of an attitude with people. Do you ever, did you ever experience that yourself? And when you have a few drinks and you kind of get that liquor courage, that's what we'll call it. Yeah. It's that liquor courage. You get mouthy, you talk shit. You ca it, it relieves all of that uh, inhibition and the true self, the true speak of what you want to say comes out. And so that, and, and I put that on the good list that can also be on the bad list <laughs> yeah. as well, because many of us know we've said some shit sometimes that we probably wouldn't have normally said that we shouldn't have said that could lead to some other, you know, consequences down the road, whether it's physical altercations or yeah. arguments, people bitten, getting pissed off at each other. I mean, hurt whatever. Feelings. So hurt feelings. Yeah. So I think that can kind of go. You hurt ways. my feelings. <laughs> Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> It makes socializing easier. That's a big one. I mean, that was, you know, yeah, I think that's, that's I think that's for a lot of people. And that I can see that as being a good thing, you know, being able to ease up and have a beer or two or, you know, a drink or two and letting down that guard and being able to socialize. Now, here's the thing with that. You do that so often, well, I speak for myself, I did that so often that it got to a point where I no longer knew how to socialize in a comfortable environment and knowing myself without those tool, that tool of a couple of drinks to warm up. So that's kind of where the problem came in. I think, um, you use it and, and this, you know, this is for people who are obviously questioning if, you know, if this might be an issue, a lot of people can have a beer and be cool with it and they socialize whatever, maybe they don't in other circumstances. Um, so I can see it as, as kind of the same thing with the liquor courage. It's, it can be a good thing at the same time. It could easily border over into a bad thing as you start getting used to that, 
uh, man, I can only talk to people. I can only socialize, whether it's with my wife or at a party or at a work event or yeah, at and then dinner. You get, like you build up anxiety, exactly. Like, and then you exactly. can't even then you can't even like go anywhere. Yeah, and you're like, ah, uh, no, I'm gonna skip that like thing or yeah. whatever. Or it's like, there's that thing. Is there gonna be alcohol there? Yeah. If there is, cool, I'm down to go yeah. and let me hurry up and get there. And right when I get there, I'm going to shake a few hands on my way to the bar and I'm going to get there and I'm going to get that drink. And now, boom, I get that first drink in me and now I can kind of yeah. relax a little bit. Um, so and here's, let me just articulate this from my perspective just a little bit because I'm thinking about something here. And I've, I've been pushing this a lot lately because I really want to help myself and I want to help other people out there un help understand this you know, kind of together is that it's not the alcohol's problem or it's not the alcohol's thing. The alcohol is the tool and we're having to learn how to deal with this stuff like anxiety. How do we deal with going into social situations and having that panic of, I got to rush up to the bar to get this drink so I can get one in me and be able to move forward in, you know, being comfortable in this social situation. Those are things that we learn by dealing with ourselves, personal responsibility, trying to um, work on these things. And it starts with being conscious of it, I guess, too. So yeah, um, I think that's number one, being conscious, because it is if you can, if you have to do that, like, I feel like if you're like, like you said, you have to like go in, get the alcohol, and then you become the person that you need to be to like, survive in that environment, then yeah, I feel like that's kind of an alarm, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. The next one was party. Party, party Raymer. Party. <laughs> Were we going to name Lucy that? Party cash. Raymer? Oh, Cash. P-A-R-D-Y. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was Lucy because we. No, it was Cash. It was Cash. Yeah, okay. we were like, well, yeah, I don't know, Cash, because whatever. <laughs> party Raymer. P-A-R-D-Y. We were we, really going to do that. We partied at one point. We liked to party. We partied. <laughs> we partied. My name's Shane. I like to party. I always think of Scotty when I, I think like of that. What up, Scotty? Party. My name's Scott, and I like to party. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, man. Yes, so we do. Yes. We like to party. So, yeah, I mean, we, hey, we had some good... I think all of us can admit at one time in our lives, no, no matter what, the extent was of our drinking and drugging careers, or if we're still active in them, trying to cut you know, cut a lot of that out or all of it out, there's been points in in, in those years and that time when we've had some good times and we've partied and we've had some fun, like of fun. course. Yeah. Um, but it starts to not get fun when it gets to a point where you lose control of that, which is which is easy to do, you know, and you don't even realize. It. I know I didn't even realize it. I remember waking up one day and just going, how in the shit did I get here? Like, wow. Well, I never thought I would have got to this point where I'm at right now. Like, how did I get here? And that's when they talk about it, you know, alcoholism, addiction, being progressive like that, uh, you know, it makes sense to me when I think about it in those terms. I um, remember specifically the time when after we had Lucy and we were still partying and just living our lives the way we were living them. And then um, I remember that I would be like, OK, you know, I had the off switch at one point, but then you did not. And I remember realizing that and noticing that and being like, what is going on? You know, it would be like he'd stay up all night or he would come around the corner and pull an e-brake with our freaking neighbors out there. And I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, who are you right now? Sober. Like, it was so crazy. And I, and then I'd be like, who, like, it was, it was just, it was that progression. And you definitely were progressing. And, I just didn't and, care anymore. That yeah. was a big part of it. I just didn't care. I wasn't dealing with anything in my life. I didn't care about anything in my life except Shane 
and uh and really not even that at towards the end it didn't really didn't really care much about much so was definitely numbed out and then let's jump on this last one and so we can get into the good because the good list is this is, is depressing a bit yeah Just there's kidding. a bit more on that one <laughs> this sucks <laughs> this really sucks not re- relaxing right relax that was one of the good things i i thought about from um from booze it gives you the ability to kind of relax to take the edge off um you know and i want to be clear i'm not saying that you know that these are great things but we got to be real when we talk about this stuff and it does that's it's it's a tool it allows you to take the edge off it allows you to kind of sit back and not think to numb out to relax and so um you know that could definitely be considered as a good thing i think a lot of people use it. i'm gonna have a drink i'm gonna relax you know i'm gonna i'm gonna chill out for a little bit have some fun um here's the thing with that list and then we're gonna get into what goods come come out of uh, of giving up alcohol the thing about that list is there wasn't really any long takeaways for that list. They're all in the moment stuff. That whole list right there is things that are uh, short-term, um, short-term solutions, I guess, to how we're feeling at that at that moment. There wasn't any context to uh, something bitter to or better, any growth, uh, any potential to move on and progress in a positive direction in life. Uh, for me at least. And that's what I realized when I compared the two, li- the two lists. So let's get into some of the good list. And, you know, I forgot to mention this, uh, at the start, which gosh, was, was a really big part of this. So, um, I wanted to encourage everyone out there listening. If this is something that you're feeling right now, and this really relates to you and you're asking yourself this, make your own list, like make a list of what good has came in your life from drinking or drugs or whatever, whatever your particular issue is. Um, and, and what good has come or what good could come if you gave that up, make that list, make two columns and go down the list. And then after you're done making that sit down and with just yourself and take an honest look at that and put it on paper. And that can really help to propel you to take it some action. We can talk about this shit all day. Taking action is a, um, you know, that that's always the next step. And it's often the hardest step for a lot of people. So the good from quitting number one, I found a relationship with God and a higher power. That was one of the big things. I always knew God always knew there was something out there that was bigger than me. Um, you know, I still feel like that, you know, now I felt it at the time. I just wasn't able to connect and give it up to that. So that was, that was a big one. Um, found a recovery program to deal with life, found some community, found some people that were like me, that understood me, that understood what I was going through. I figured I wasn't alone in that. Uh, and then the prayer and meditation practice diving into that, all that has came from me cutting out the tool that I was using to deal with all my shit and of alcohol and drugs and and implementing a program, God and a a prayer meditation practice and, and practicing these things over, you know, the last five years, uh, to take the place of that tool that I was using. I want to stop there. Do you want to comment on any three of those or should I just keep going or what? Okay. I'm going to keep rolling then. Um, cause I know we're already, yeah, we're already almost an hour in and we still got a few, few more to go through. Uh, Um, the other thing, what good has come from quitting? No hangovers, no hangovers. Jess, how much time did we waste as a couple with, with hangovers days? I remember waking up that next morning after an all nighter or not going to sleep 
some nights and just staying up all night into the morning. Oh, yeah. God, it makes my stomach hurt just so thinking about gross, it. I know. And, you know, going to Murillo's and getting food and like trying to or going to get it and bringing it back home and just being oh, like a God. zombie all day and trying to eat literally you know, back like into laying it. down, like just not even like the day didn't even exist. No. And I think about the days that we're living now and I'm like, what a waste. We wasted a lot of time in that, you know, in those recovery days. Sad. So, so not only did we waste the time doing a lot of the dumb stuff, we wasted the time trying to recover from those hangovers from, yeah. from not, not doing anything. You yeah. literally physically, emotionally, that's, uh, that's mentally like traumatic in so many ways. You what know? the like, aftermath of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Ugh. Um. So yeah, no hangovers. Can't imagine doing that with kids these days. No, that's it's insane that some of our friends and and I'm sure you can, uh, you know, People. I'm sure you know who I'm who I'm referring to at the time. This is no. It's not like I'm going to say who it is or whatever. But we had you know friends who who partied with their kids. You know, hard you know, like partied. partied with their kids, not with them, but with their kids, you know, uh, like had to take care of oh, their kids yeah, the yeah, next yeah. day. I mean, oh, when we had to do that yeah. even in the first well, year they were or two a lot with Lucy, older but than us and yeah. they had like a family and then, I don't know. I it mean, it's insane. crazy. Yeah. yeah. It would be like, we're going to the baseball game. And you know, after we have baseball games lined up and we have to blah, blah, blah. And we're like, how are you doing this? Yeah. Because we were dead to the world the next day. Oh, totally. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how, there's no way I'd be able to do that today. So, um, no hangovers. Our marriage, would you say our marriage has improved since yes. we got sober? Yes. Just yes. a little bit, right? It's you're not, not pissed off at me all the time. Just sometimes. Just sometimes. When, when you don't, you know, get the freaking when I don't do what you want me to do. And fill it up the correct way. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you should put the ice in the ice chest to the right and not to the left I because if you do it to the right, talk like that. And I don't <laughs> say that. I would never say that. I'm just trying to make up Dump like the something ice in stupid. There. I know, but I'm not like that at least. I know, at but least. Our, mar our marriage is definitely a lot better. Is it perfect? Of... Hell no. We just got in a huge fight the other night as a matter of fact. That was a rough one. <laughs> We hey, believe it or not, people, we're gonna, if we're gonna keep it real, like we love each other to death, but we fight sometimes. It's not, but you know, our fight. I say fight, like it's not, it's not like it used to be where it was like. What what did it even used to be? Did it we was even just fight like or did super, we just drink about um, it? yeah. It was like super emotional, like emo, like oh. real drama, like dramatic. Yeah. So it's just different now. It's so weird. We, we've. You know, now it's just like matured a, a little bit. We just so yell at each know. other and then we go on a walk together. And then we went on a walk and still didn't like each other very much, yeah. but ended up talking Tried. about it. And you know, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's the thing. We address it a lot faster. The now. process is different. Totally. It's not, yeah, like, yeah, like that dark, like. It's not as it's immature. Like, it's still immature to some extent because I mean, any arguing and <laughs> stuff is usually stupid. And yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. But like. We, we know that we're not going to walk around for days on end. I'm not talking to you. Like yeah, it might, because... that might last a little bit, take a break or whatever, but like we have shit to do. We have yeah. a family, like life's too short for that. So we need to like just move on with it and address it and then move on. And I've, I've learned a lot of that in recovery, like yeah. straight up. You know what I mean? Just growth. Um, There's totally. Just, just grow. I feel like I'm a better husband, a better father, a better, a better son, a better friend, a better worker. All of those things combined Agreed. since I quit. I mean, alcohol didn't make me better at any of those. It, it Not at all. You if might anything, have thought so in the moment 
when you're drunk. Maybe, yeah. And you're like, I'm such a good son. I'm gonna call my, <laughs> my mom happy birthday. <laughs> and then she's like, Yeah, hey son. Happy wow. fucking birthday. I hope you're having a great birthday. Celebrating for me or what's happening? <laughs> everything was a celebration. You celebrate everything when you're getting hammered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hammered drunk. Well, it's like you drink for everything. It's like happy, sad, mad. Yeah. Glad. You know, yep. morning, not morning as in day, but as in M O U R N I N G. Right. And that kind of thing, you know, that's how I can spell. I, that's how we lived. We bought a house. We did. We bought a house. I never thought we would so buy. And, I, and when I say we bought a house, I always look at it as we're just renting a house from the bank. So I don't know. I'm just, I, I have a weird like a thing with that. that's not like a status quo anyway. We're not like, we bought a house. We're I think people. that's why I feel like I have to say that. Like, it's like, we bought a house. We're, it's not what it's We about. had a lot of help. Ton though, of help. You know, from family. But I just like, thank you. that's the other thing about God, that is that we like wouldn't. Everything had to line up That perfectly. family would not have offered that help if you were in the place you were in before. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely not. And so that's, I mean, that's, that's yeah. a part of all of it. I just, I just said. Uh, made a comment or uh, posted something on Instagram about that the other day, like just about how, how far, how six years ago I was in rehab, you know, and then six years ago now, like God's blessed us with so much like love and support and help oh along the way. Yeah. Like everything has had to line up and it's, and it stems from uh, not just giving up alcohol and trying to improve on stuff, but just being willing and being open-minded and yeah. being honest and, and trying, you know, the best that we can, because it literally, it took an act of God for us to own a home like for real. Yeah. I mean, and that, that goes from, and that goes into this next part. What good came from coming out of, of giving up alcohol? Hey, we, for the most part, we pay our bills on time. We don't get evicted. We're not on wick. Yeah. Oh, and, and and I want to say oh. there's nothing wrong if no, anybody out there is going through that right now absolutely. and you're you need assistance or anything. I want to oh be gosh. very upfront. That's, That's what, what that for. shit's for. Yes. You know, but we were in a state where well, it's just sense, not where we wanted to be. Well, not only that, but we weren't we weren't really utilizing our best resources in didn't order even know to what be resources on that. Were. Yeah, like there was no reason we it should have came to that for us. We were just fucking up, like straight oh up. God. We weren't being um, useful. I feel like you know what I mean. Like it wasn't like oh, we just had a bad stroke of luck and like or we came from this impoverished, you know, but like we didn't come that from that. No, we didn't. And that was kind of our attitude though. Like why can't we catch a break? Totally. You know, when you why, ride that why, wave, that's what you're going to you get. Why can't you just like, you know, what, when are we going to be able to blah, blah, blah? When's it going to turn around for us? And it's like, it doesn't happen like that. It doesn't. You know, that's so crazy. I forgot about that. I used to hate, oh my God. Actually, How, I was just at Lucky's the other day and I was thinking, oh man, I can't believe I even... See, okay, well, that's another thing Shane and I were talking about. I don't really care that much about, like, we were talking about the cars that we used to drive. <laughs> oh, and, oh, man, yeah, they that's were was, so, yeah. like, crazy, just, I mean, I remember up. driving Lucy home and, like, in, in this, like, shitty old 1987 Toyota Corolla. And mind you, we don't have, like, extravagant no. badass cars now either. We no. have a freaking Ford Fusion and a 2007 Tahoe. Yeah. But for us, that's a huge upgrade <laughs> from what we drove <laughs> 
you know, just five, six years ago. Like we took Lou. There was home. so much wrong with all the cars we had. You all had the a time. fucking crock pot in the back of your car for like two years that had disgusting <laughs> it was not meat. Two years. It was like a long time, this little white Corolla <laughs> and there was a crock pot in there and a bunch of other shit for well, the yeah, longest that's one thing, time. But the 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 prelude and the had a big ass dent in the door and like, the emergency brake thing would come all the way up. <laughs> like it wouldn't even whatever. The brake squeaks just, like, like so bad. Talking about like at that time i didn't care i did not care i was like is it gonna get me to work cool is it gonna whatever get me to the party great but um and i like that mentality on that too like it doesn't matter what you drive what no. you have what we didn't care at that time no, and it didn't. wasn't a, it, it was that it, our intentions behind not caring were good and i can yeah. honestly say that and i still and feel we're, that way i, I was yeah. just gonna say thank you yeah i feel that way too that like, hasn't gone away i like that about me i, I love my shit don't get me wrong we yeah. already established that earlier but like it doesn't define me no. or our family or yeah. you like what kind of I'm never shit like I have. need this Shane and if we don't get it I'm going to be unhappy yeah. you know like I don't I, I don't did need some Nike that. Cortez the other you're just a shoe freak a shoe so freak that like has nothing that. to do with it I have but issues. then I was thinking about how I went into Lucky's the other day to grab some food or grab some food because that's what's there that's what they sell at Lucky's <laughs> shameless plug um and uh, I was thinking oh my gosh uh you know, um, I used to come here and use my WIC coupons. And then I thought my mom shops there too. And I thought, man, I wonder if that was embarrassing for my mom, you know, like, cause she knew all the ladies that worked there and everything. Then here I come, you know, all whatever. And I'm like, here's my WIC, you know, again, no shame, no whatever, but I'm just saying it just wasn't where I wanted to be in life. And I'm sure it's not where my parents wanted me to be in life, but I'm, you know, doing that thing. And I was just thinking about it when I was up there just recently thinking like, gosh, that's so crazy. What a different life we led. Well, and here, and here's a point to that too. <clears throat> if anyone was out there listening and they're on WIC or they're getting yeah. assistance, number one, we've already established that there's absolutely nothing wrong no. with that at all. That's right. what the shit's there for mm -hmm. if you need it. But here's the thing with that personal responsibility and stepping up like you just said, that's not where I wanted to be yeah, in my it. life right now. I had some other dreams. I had some other things I wanted to do. I really think that that was part of my life. You got to take action on it. Like yeah. we had to step up and take action and take the steps and be patient and do what, what it takes. And we continue to do that. We're trying to continue to grow and, you know, be better parents and better have a stronger marriage and help people and do all this stuff. Like it's this continued thing. We never get to a point where it's like, I've arrived. We're there. Mm. You know what I mean? And what I'm getting at is if that's you out there, you know, someone like that, like, man, inspire them, like tell them they're good enough. Like you can do whatever the hell you want. You don't have to settle. You know what I mean? Like this country gives us ample opportunities uh, to do whatever the hell we want to create stuff, to create businesses, to create communities, to all that stuff. But it's up to us to step out and go, I don't really care what anyone thinks. This is what I want to do. Here's my plan. I'm going to do it and just kind of go for it. You know? Yeah. And I think that a lot of that stepping out has, you know, it takes a lot of courage because when you step out, you have to step into something that is going to be uncomfortable it's going to be a stretch. You're going to be like, whoa, this is very unfamiliar, but you have to be confident in knowing this is what I want. I'm going to do whatever it takes to change that 
to change that. You know, for Shane, it was rehab and that was super uncomfortable. I was like literally changing his atmosphere and everything around him, leaving his family, doing all of that. He had to step into that and say, whoa, this is uncomfortable. And I nothing about this. And that's what worked for me at the time too. I just want to say. That's what I'm saying. Yours was that and nothing around this is, you know, familiar to me. I don't like love it. But if this is what I feel like I need right now to change and that's what I'm going to do for me, it was my faith and it was going to church that night. I've never been going, listening to what was going on in my heart and the feeling that I had and like getting baptized that night. For me, I had never been to church. I never even like really knew who God was, didn't really care, always thought it was like a silly thing. But that night something changed. I felt like that was right for me. And but I was so uncomfortable like stepping into it, you know, but I did it and you did it. And now our lives are changed. We have people in our lives. We have resources, you know, um, there's just different things going on that weren't going on before that changed. Like you said, you have to make that that decision to step into something different because whatever's happening right now isn't working. What about having a license and insurance? I mean, I can't tell you for how long after I got, I know it just sounds so ridiculous, right? It's like, uh, but these are things I just didn't care about. Like it took me about a year uh, from when I got sober and eventually got started to get some of my stuff together, got my license back, like actually had insurance on the car. Uh, Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's okay, you can say I gotta pee. Go ahead and go pee. You'll be back in a minute. Um, But yeah, had... You know, I, I took about a year for me to go through and I drove looking in my rear view mirror for, you know, about a year at least right around there. I remember it taking some time. I was so conditioned and so used to driving either intoxicated <clears throat> without my license, without insurance or all of the above many times that I had it down to a science that I was very, very careful when I drove. I looked in my rear view mirrors. I made sure to follow every single little, you know, stop to a T. Um, I, I was, uh, that's just, that's just how I was. And so when I got all those things back, started to get some of my life back, my license back, you know, insurance, like I said, I wasn't driving all jacked up anymore. I still drove like that for a while. And so, you know, that just that weight, the weight of carrying that is a lot, <clears throat> just, just driving intoxicated is a lot. You don't want to, oh, excuse me. I got some shit in my throat. Um, you don't want to, uh, to get in any trouble, right? You're trying to control yourself. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to get by. And for me, it was everyone else's fault too, you know? So that was a good one. Um, started a podcast. I started this podcast afterwards. I mean, how huge was that, right? For me just to branch out, get creative, help keep myself, myself sober, get to talk to some people, you know, in, in the early days, some friends and started meeting some people. And then boom, here we are today, six years later, and we're still doing it. Um, we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, it seems like it's helping some people out there, the, the platform, it ain't me doing it. Um, it's just, it's, it's this community, um, you know, the program, like people, all that stuff. It's a collective effort. I love it. Would have never happened had I not got sober, right? And quit. Or at least attempted to say, hey, I'm going to take a break if that's you. You know what I mean? Maybe you just need a break. You just need to step back a little bit, reassess, get to know yourself a little bit without using drugs and alcohol as a tool. Um, I'm willing to serve others. I mean, that's a huge one. Never had that concept. 
Um, you know, this one's a great one. My penis grows a quarter inch every six days since I got sober. I bet nobody knew that one. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just, did I shock you there? Okay, I don't know. I didn't know if I was going to drop it in there, but it started to get, I thought it was true. No, it wasn't true. You, oh, oh, I got a voucher here. I got a voucher. Oh, wait. No, it was supposed <laughs> to be this one. Dang it. <laughs> See, the crickets came on. Oh, I, I thought guess, it was <laughs> I guess the penis growing a quarter inch every six days is not true. Oh, Son of a bitch. Oh, my God. That was the longest pee ever. Good job. Good job. Does anyone ever congratulate you after you take a dump or no. pee? Oh, you don't poop. That's right. Chicks don't poop. <sighs> oh, chicks pooping is so gross. Oh, my God. Gross. All right. A couple more, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. I'm present in the moment. Um, you know, we're a lot better off financially than we were before. Do we have a ton of money? No. Are we way well off? Absolutely not. But we actually don't get our lights turned off or get evicted anymore. Mm -hmm. And our phone bill gets paid every month. You know what I'm saying? Oh gosh, like we yeah, have money definitely. to put some groceries in the house, to go to a movie, like yeah. normal shit that quote unquote normal. What is normal? I mean, I don't know who knows what the fuck normal is, you but know, I always from a society too, standpoint, I always wonder like, you know, when people try to minimize sobriety or faith or whatever it is that we stepped into to change our lives, right. That worked for us. I always wonder when people try to minimize those things, I try, I think, are we just like in the season of life where we have now come to a point where we're like, oh, this is how you live life, you know? Or did it, or did it take like, you know, uh, for you to get sober for me, you know, for, did it take the things that it, that we did for us to come to this point, you know, yeah. or, or, or is it just, that's what, oh, that's what happens in life. You, you know, mess up, you do your thing. And then all of a sudden you're, and then you get it. You know, <laughs> you wake up one day and it makes sense kind of yeah. thing, or at least like the general. But when I concept. think about that, like I wouldn't have been able to do the things I'm doing today. If I still had the anxiety and depression that I was walking yeah. through, you wouldn't be able to, if you were still drinking the way you were and the things that you were doing, mm. you know, absolutely not. Like you wouldn't, you, you would either have killed someone or killed yourself or got arrested or, you know, whatever it was, if you were, you know, drinking, driving, yeah. whatever. And like, I wouldn't even have been able to get out of bed or who knows if I would even be alive. You know what I mean? Like, totally. So it does. It's not just like, oh, that's just the time of life you're in now. Like, well, we got just, lucky in other words, you want to put, I know you don't like me to say we got lucky. You feel like it was kind of intentional and I can grasp that concept too, but however way you frame it up, that could have been us. Could have been any one of us who, because that shit happens every day. What? So people what are you who about? people lose their lives. They oh, they yeah. kill people. Yeah. You know, in a in a they were drinking. They got wasted. They went off the road, hit someone, and killed them. Like that kind of stuff happens every day. To nor here I go again. The normal people thing, but just people that who thought they were normal, living normal lives, yeah. whatever. Um, you know, and that shit happens, and it could have happened to any. One, it could happen to any one of us if we're doing that kind of stuff. We don't even realize it. So I feel really lucky that, you know, that we that we didn't do any of that. So we didn't hurt anyone. We didn't hurt ourselves. Like, yeah. But I also Lord. feel like you took the opportunity that was presented when it was yes. presented. Yes. And you took that and said, now's the time. Same with me. There was an opportunity that was presented. I could have walked away from it and continued living the life I was living. Yeah. You know, but I decided to step out into something 
else. Well, and that's a great point because I feel like God presents us opportunities every day. Right. But it's up to us to recognize what those are. And if we're so closed off from that spirit person inside of us, it's extremely hard to recognize when those opportunities come up. And the only way to recognize that spirit person is to get to know yourself a little bit. And you can't get to know yourself a little bit if you're constantly numb. In denial. Alcohol, denial. And numb, yeah. All that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and so there's this circle that it has to kind of, it has to come together. And all it takes is noticing one little piece of that. And then you can start putting, you know, the links in that circle together, the pieces of that puzzle together, one thing at a time and and all that stuff. So I don't want to, I hope I'm not preaching too much or whatever. But um, the last one on the list, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. I'm genuinely happy. Like I'm genuinely extremely happy every day when I wake up with my family, with, you know, our life today. Um, I'm so blessed with our kids like you, Jess, you know, our extended family, you know, moms, dads, brothers, sisters. Um, I mean, grandparents, friends, um, work relationships, new relationships in recovery, like all these beautiful things and just continuing to learn like my sponsor buddy, like um, a lot of opportunity. Like I'd never been happier in my life than I am today. And I can genuinely say that. And I'm not saying that everything's fucking perfect all the time. It's not absolutely not. But um, I've never been happier in my life, you know, than I am today after you know, deciding to make that change uh, in my life. So, you know, change, change. What, what song is that? That was, um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. That was Michael Jackson. Oh, Michael Jackson. Got it. Got it. Man in the mirror. Man, I'm talking about the man in the mirror. Okay. Sorry. Part, I'm pardon me. Asking him to change his way. Oh, look at you. That's a, no, something could have been. Okay. It didn't mean keep going. It didn't mean. I could sing. I could sing. Okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. Getting the high notes, too. Love you guys. Thank you for listening today. Jess, thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure. Yeah. It was great to have you. Great to have Dr. Phyllis. Uh, You can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Connect with us on Instagram, at RealThatSoberGuy, and at Shane Raymer on Twitter. Check out the Honest Moms podcast. Honest Moms podcast. Go to Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Love you guys. Thanks to Foundations. Thanks to humans. Peace, love, and respect. Keep Keep your blood clean.